Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, back on this Friday afternoon here at 105.5 The Roar. Zach Orr, Roy Philpott, 654-7627, the magic number. The Northland Communication phone lines, also on Twitter. And the text line, 96-15-66, going to talk some college football. Uh, NBA playoffs coming up in this hour as well. I appreciate the advice coming in on the text line regarding my uh, recent predicament there yesterday out in the soccer fields. It's really uh, what I use the show for at times, just to cleanse the soul, you know, put it out there, see what the response is, because a lot of times I don't know. I don't know what the right course of action is, except to immediately get hot-headed and say or do something stupid. And at my age, I don't want to do that, right? I, I, I want to take the road less traveled. I, I want to be smarter about my responses when people anger me so much like this guy did yesterday. How much older was he than you? You know, he's probably, I'm 41. He's probably about 20 years older. He's probably in his 60s. That's probably pushing the limit of, of what you can do and say to this guy. Right, right. No, I mean, he wasn't frail or anything. You know, wasn't frail. I mean, it was just, I, I don't know if he was clueless. Not until I was done with him. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but we're past that. Uh, we're absolutely past that. Uh, a lot more headed to We'll talk some uh, Clemson football in, in this segment. I, I do. I wouldn't mind getting your thoughts, too, on one of the conversations Ben and I had this week about expectations for this coming fall. And uh, we, mm-hmm. we fielded several phone calls on it. Mark Dofer, our good friend from WYFF, called in on it as well and basically uh, agreed with me that it, it's hard to pinpoint the total number of victories. For example, we're talking about Georgia's expectations. JR is a big Georgia fan. He's going down to G Day this weekend. Mm-hmm. Called in. Is Ludacris playing? Luda's not playing this. Dang. Time. Nah, Luda's oh, out. They're not going to draw that ninety this year. Nah, Luda's out. And, and Luda, you know, I, he's probably playing out in Vegas this weekend or something. He won't be down at Sanford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he wanted to know, hey, what's realistic? And he said, I think ten and two. When it comes to just expectations, I, I think for the average Georgia fan, that's your hope. Is that realistic based off what we saw last year? You know, a comeback win against TCU in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I, I don't know. Maybe if Jacob Eason gets a little bit better, Jim Chaney gets a little bit better as a play caller. Defense comes together, which I think that it will. Maybe. If you're able to steal a win on the road in South Bend in that second game, maybe. But I think I framed it up nicely. The overall product, I expect, will improve. The total number of wins compared to last year, I expect to improve. Not by a ton, but I expect it to be better. There will be improvement with Georgia in year two under Kirby Smart. It doesn't end, in my opinion, in a New Year's Six bowl game or in a college football playoff berth or in an SEC title. Could you backdoor your way into the SEC championship game? Maybe. Can you win the SEC East? I think you're going to be predicted to do that by the SEC media geeks in about 80 days from now. Even with Florida coming off of two consecutives. Yes, yes. Florida, I need to see a quarterback. Florida lost everybody. Florida has taken advantage of a down SEC East the last two years, just like Missouri did before that. But to their credit, they have taken advantage of it. They have, yes, yes. Georgia has not. Right. Tennessee has not. Right. South Carolina has not. Right. It's not going to last forever. Um, but the overall body of work will lead Georgia into a more positive mind frame, positive mindset into the next offseason. I don't think it's going to be markedly better. I don't think it's, you know, you, you make this huge jump, 11-1. and one. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you battle Bama. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that. But you will be better. I would look more at 9-3. I explained my expectations for Clemson football this year as follows. The calendar hits November 1, and you are in the playoff picture. So that's a wide-ranging statement that encompasses a ton of stuff. Most importantly, the implication is by the time you get to November – you have one loss or less on the schedule. Now, that could be considered somewhat of a bold statement. Auburn comes to town with Jarrett Stidham at Virginia Tech at the end of September, at Louisville for your first road game, what's going to be a brand-new starting quarterback. Conceivably, you could lose any of those games. 
in the minds of our friends out in Sin City, I, I think Clemson's going to still be a favorite in all this. I think you're about a touchdown favorite over Auburn at home. Probably about that at Virginia Tech. Maybe a three or four point favorite up at Louisville where your boy Lamar Jackson's still running wild. I will say you can drop one of those games and still have all of your goals on the table this year for Clemson football. And in actuality, I, I expect them to probably lose one of those games. And when it happens, everybody's going to freak out. Well, you know, it could last forever. You know, well, Trevor Lawrence is coming. We're out of 2018. Xavier Thomas. I mean, that's what some people will do that just like they did for about 30 minutes after Clemson lost to Pittsburgh last year. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I say what I'm saying because of what happened then. You lost against Pittsburgh at home in the month of November. You still won a national championship. So my expectation this year, I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway. I don't have all the answers at quarterback. Nobody does, I don't think. Are you on the record for a prediction with quarterbacks? No. You're not going to do that? No. And there's going to be some ups and downs, some peaks and valleys. And, and you know what? You, you may play at NC State, and it may be 21 to 20. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it may Ugh. be Dave, Dave Dorn. Don't just talk there, to me about Dave Dorn. Just chomping like at the bit. Dave Dorn. Excuse me while I go yawn for two and a half Ugh. minutes. <laughs> um, there may be some ugly wins. Okay. There may be some ugly wins. It may be downright hideous at times. If you're breaking in a new quarterback and you're trying to find your mojo again. But I, I think you can get to November 1 with one loss or less. And that that's all I want. I, I just want to be in the mix. I want to be in the playoff picture come November when the playoff poll starts being released every single Tuesday night. That's where I want to be. Is that doable? Is that viable? Yes or no? Go. Well, what was your finish for the season? Are you just going up to November? Is it a 10-win team? I, I, I don't 11? know. I, I don't know. 12? I mean, Florida State. Florida State's going to be tough. Auburn's going to be tough. Virginia Tech's going to be tough. Somebody can sneak up. That could be tough. I don't know. I, I just, I am satisfied Easy. if I'm just in the picture in, in November. I'm satisfied. That That's where I'm, I'm in the mix, in the picture again. There, there hasn't been this tremendous fall off. Not the end of the Orange Universe. We're here. We're, we're dancing a little bit. We we got it going on a little bit. Uh-huh. Dabo's, you know, he's he's got some kind of new initialism acronym. He's come up B B A B O B A. I don't know, but you know, they, the fan base is rallying, really competitive. You're beating some teams. You're in the top ten of the poll, and Florida State comes to town. Everything is out there in front of you still. You lose the Sean Watson, right? You lose Wayne Gallman, mm-hmm. Mike Williams, Artavis Scott, Jay Guillermo, Jay Guillermo is huge. Ben. You lost Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. Uh, who? Big Ben. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> Just mess with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost Bullware. You lose Bullware. Right. That being said, you're coming off of two straight national championship game appearances. Right. Unbelievable success. The bar that has been set, fair or not, is significantly higher than just maybe being a contender going into November. I I don't think so. The bar for that is you need to be a contender going in November. That Florida State game, as it has been, is going to be what it all the all the marbles in on that game. You got you win it, and we're talking about playoff again, or you lose it, and we're doing a New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, the New Year's Six Bowl is that really a disappointing season right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. A New Year's Six Bowl is a disappointing season. Absolutely. You can't be in the playoff every single year. You cannot be in the playoff Why would every you not year. expect excellence when that's all you've had I've for the last couple of seasons? I've got 30 teams playing Division One college football. Why? Why would and you I've not? And I've got four spots available in the college football playoff. And you know what? All i got is four. And you know what? I mean, not even, One not, of them not even a permanent orange ball on it. Just highlighted with a purple in the back right there. That's what it has. Give me one spot every year for those Tigers, and let's go for it, big man. He set the expectation. If you don't meet it, it stinks. And it's not you're not going to fire everybody if they don't go to the, no, the playoff. No, but as just, a, as a fan and as a program, you're disappointed that you don't get there. What kind of miserable experience are you prepared to live in the next Welcome decade? Welcome to the elite. No, no, Welcome no, no, no. To the elite. No, you can be elite. And go to a New Year's Six Bowl after playing in two national championships. And I games. want that to be a down year. That's what that is. A down year now here. If you go to a New Year's Six Bowl game, that means you've won 10 games. That means you probably, 
uh, you know, you beat ranked teams. You won 10 games. Sure. Maybe you're in the ACC championship game. Maybe sure, not. But you won sure. 10. You went 10 and 2. And you go and play in the Orange Bowl. And we're disappointed with that. You shut your mouth right now. You that's shut your mouth when you're talking to me. That's where we're at with this program. No, it's not. How is it not? Because Boy, I, it I, not? I don't want to be that miserable. I don't want to be miserable as a fan to where a down year is a New Year's Six bowl game. I'm not asking a you A top miserable. 10 season. That's not a down. I'm There's no way. I'm asking you to just to buy into the mantra of all in. The best is yet to come. Let's make it happen. Get in or, or get out. That's what I'm saying. God almighty. I, My I, goodness. I, I need a shot of realism here. Let's get Georgia Jeff over in Greenville. Jeff. Uh, bring, bring it to me, Jeff. Give me something more real than what we're talking about right now. Well, you just got to keep in mind, Roy, that um, you guys lost a lot of talent. And whether anyone wants to say it or not, you know, Deshaun Watson was the was the best quarterback in college football for two years, and he was the he was the engine of that offense. That team when that team rolled as Deshaun Watson rolled, and you're going to miss that. I mean. To set expectations at the playoff, that's great. I mean, you just won a national title. You have talent. There's a very good chance you could get there. But, you know, if you win 10 games, 10-2, and two, you're playing a New Year's Six Bowl game, and that's a down year. Hell, I'll take anything like right now. We do that. You know? Yes. Thank you. A little shot of realism here. A down year, Jeff, playing Michigan in the Orange Bowl. Oh, my good grief. Are you serious? You know what would be great? And, you know, you're talking about Georgia's expectation. Look, that schedule on paper, could we could look back at the end of the year saying, well, at the beginning of the year we thought it was going to be really difficult, but it turned out being not so not so bad, you know? What, 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 what makes you say that? What, what team do you look at and you're thinking, all right, these guys, they're not going to be any good this year. What makes you say that? Uh, Notre Dame, they, okay. don't have a, they don't have a quarterback. Tennessee sucks. I mean, they lost everybody off the team that sucked last year. They don't have a quarterback. Carolina's coming to Athens, and that will be a, bru- a brutal beatdown of epic proportions. Little Jake Bentley will, won't even complete six passes in Athens, all right? That kid's going to get pounded. Now, you will substitute, you know, maybe Auburn because Auburn, it's it's their year. They go like three years of being irrelevant, and all of a sudden they're playing for a national title. So you got to keep that in mind. Obviously, Florida owns us. We struggle with them. But again, I expect Georgia to be improved. Yeah, eight to ten sounds about right. But you know, if Georgia wins ten games, Roy. There's no way they're not playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. they go ten and two. Um, they're playing in a New Year's Six Bowl, and that includes losing in the SEC title. You go ten and two, you're winning the East. You're playing Alabama or Auburn or whoever in the SEC title. You're going to play in a New Year's Six Bowl after that. Um, because again, and if Clemson goes nine and three, ten and two, I mean, you're talking about potential Georgia Clemson matchup in the postseason, Ooh. and I I can get down with that, Ooh. you know. Yeah, I so, can deal with that. But uh, that's all I got, and I'll take it off here, Roy. Jeff, thank you. Have a great weekend. I could deal uh, with a little Clemson Georgia in Miami. I mean, bring on the dogs right now, baby. Bring them on. Let's see what you got down there, Kirby. What Come you on. got, big dog? Come on. No, you're not down with that? No. You're not down with it? I sit up on my throne of college football right now, and I look down at that little team in Athens, and I go, <laughs> wow, you guys had a nice little season last year. Maybe you can win eight this year. Maybe you can win nine. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's a big season for you. I don't want anything to do with them in the postseason because that means you're playing in the Outback Bowl or you're playing in the Camping World Bowl in Orlando. We can go see Mickey Mouse any time in the offseason. I don't want to go at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah? I remember we had Mark Richt on the show. Before Clemson played Georgia in 2014 down in Athens, a game that Rick and company won and won convincingly. Ty the Gurley. dominating second. Oh, Ty Gurley, Sony Michelle, they were down there still then. Um, we had Rick on, and I said, um, you know, Clemson is saying they're going to play Deshaun Watson in this game, and he's not going to start. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Mark always has this thing. When you ask him a question, and he does this with every reporter, when you ask him a question, when you still have about six words left in your question, <laughs> he says yes. Okay. So so he, this drives me crazy when people do this, and sometimes I do it. Like, I, I, I have buddies where I'm talking to them, and they start talking. Yes. At the, yes, that's it. Yeah. At the end of what I'm yeah. saying. It, it, but but it, it's, it's a... It just it kind of grates at my nerves. I'm like, no, dude. I, because when they start saying yes at the end of my sentence, I start talking faster. Uh, l- listen, guy. Listen. listen. <laughs> it's, it, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's it, it's all right, guy. You're all right. All right, boss. Hey, you're all right. There. I got you, boss. Hey, you're all right, though. You're a big boy. You're all right.
Mark has his way of doing that where he, he just goes, and it's just, it's random. It's like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So he wasn't a good interview. We had him on the show. No, I mean, you you can ask Mark anything outside of football and you get a good interview. If you ask him about his family, and he's a great dad, he's adopted all these kids. Mm-hmm. You ask him about his family, he gets going. So what you do with Mark, you get him talking about family, get him talking about things outside of football, and then you sneak in a football question or two. Mm-hmm. You butter him up a little bit, then maybe you'll get something. So I was doing that. And I said, Clipsicle played Deshaun. He's from the state of Georgia. How much did you guys recruit him? You know? He was like, yeah, you know, we, we got in on him a little bit later, and we thought he was a really good player, and uh, Clemson did a good job. And and then he, he got on the Bryce Ramsey thing about how, you know, they, they got there. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of what you would expect a coach to do. But, I mean, we all kind of looked around because we had been talking about Deshaun for about two years at that point. And we're like, you really, you just compared Ramsey to Watson? And that's, and we feel good about that. You know, it was just, at that point in time, we should have realized that the whole Ricked Athens, Georgia deal uh, maybe was coming to an end. Now, he's done a great job recruiting down to the U. Miami, Miami's getting loaded up down there in talent. They're getting loaded up down there in the trenches. Now, he, he, you know, Mark's going out maybe with uh, a little bit of a bang. He may have a couple of, couple of years left in the gas tank. We'll see. Um, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would take maybe Clemson, Georgia in the Orange Bowl this year in a New Year's don't, Six. Don't I, put I, yourself down. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe so. the moon. Maybe so. Jason in Somerville says from the 843, you can strive for excellence. That's great. You can't expect us to be in the playoff again considering what we lost offensively. Anything worse, however then a New Year's Six Bowl game would be considered a down year. Brian and Central says Florida State game. I'm worried about Louisville. Talk me off the ledge on that one. Louisville's never beaten Clemson. Cardinals fine and invent new ways to lose to the Tigers each and every year since joining the ACC. Lamar Jackson was beaten at home by Kentucky last year. 654, roar more of your calls coming up. Second hour continues after this. Fairview Baptist Church in Seneca is having a revival, and they are excited to invite everyone to the celebration. Evangelist Doug Sailors will speak Sunday, April 23rd at 6 p.m. and Monday through Wednesday nights at 7. Pastor Tim Williamson extends this invitation to all for the Fairview Baptist Church revival, the 23rd through 26th. Fairview Baptist Church, 8927 Fairview Church Road in Seneca. Call 864-247-7725 for more information. Welcome to Deer Season at AgPro, where we're strong on building tractor solutions that work for your land and budget. That means you'll find extraordinary deals on all John Deere E-Series tractors, including the brand new 25-horsepower John Deere 3025E backed by a six-year powertrain warranty. And discover financing that's just as hardworking as the equipment. At AgPro, we're strong on service and affordability. Stop by our three South Carolina locations, including our new store in Anderson, or visit agproco.com for more. Six-year, 2,000 hours, whichever comes first. Save a limited warranty for new John Deere turf and utility equipment or dealer for details. This is Harold. Hi, I'm Harold. Harold is a good husband and father. Hi, Daddy! Harold is handy with a hammer and screwdriver when it comes to fixing little things around the house. Harold thinks because of his handiness with a hammer and screwdriver, he can repair the clogged disposal. <laughs> Two days, three mangled screwdrivers, and a flooded kitchen floor later. This is Harold calling in reinforcements. Later, Harold. Don't be like Harold. Call the experts first. Leaky faucets and toilets, no hot water, septic tank problems, Roto-Rooter is there. 24-7 for your plumbing emergencies and maintenance. 864-226-9452 or online at rotorooter.com. Craft Stove Store and Patio's preseason sale is on. Get the patio of your dreams with famous name brand furniture at prices that make your dream patio a reality. Choose a style or design your own with your choice of fabrics. With Craft Stove Store and Patio, you know you're getting quality furniture with timeless style. You can really enjoy spring and summer on your new patio with the preseason sale going on now at Craft Stove Store and Patio. 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard. Craft Stove Store and Patio. At Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca, we've added new models with the new year. We now carry both Serta and Beautyrest for more selection and more savings on your new mattress. We have the largest in-stock inventory around, so you can always find the mattress you need at the right price. And when you buy your new mattress, we give you the box spring free. Open seven days a week. Simmons Mattress Outlet is located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A in Seneca.
If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7, and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. You know Joe's New York Pizza is all about the sauce because I've told you so. Here's the thing, people. They have outrageous wings as well. They're not fried, and if you're up to the task, you can even get them with Cajun Asian sauce. Their meatballs and marinara come with their famous garlic knots. And remember, if you have certain food allergies, Joe's offers gluten-free. Joe's has delivery, and they're great for fundraisers. And the Clemson location caters with two locations in Seneca and Clemson. Joe's New York Pizza. The sun is out, beach bags are packed, the kids are actually ready, and you forgot to replace the batteries to the golf cart. Don't let small things like this put a hitch in your seasonal plans. CNR Golf Carts is here for you with interstate batteries as low as $495 and battery chargers as low as $295. You can rest easy this season. Mention Mickey or Walt and CNR will give you $25 off your purchase. Visit 4028 Calhoun Memorial Highway in Easley for interstate batteries. Welcome to the Presbyterian College Blue Hose Minute. I'm Ryan Clary. Men's tennis captured its second Big South regular season championship with a 5-2 win over Winthrop on Monday, finishing Big South play at 6-1 to claim the title outright. PC will be the number one seed in the Big South championships this week, which began on Wednesday morning in Winston-Salem with PC taking on number eight seed Liberty at 9 a.m. The women's tennis team will begin their Big South championship run on Friday, taking on the two seed Charleston Southern at 9 a.m., also in Winston-Salem. The PC baseball team won its third straight conference series over the weekend, taking two of three at Longwood to push its Big South record to eight and four. PC sits atop the Big South standings with Winthrop and a one-game edge over Liberty and Garner-Webb. The Blue Hose travel to Furman on Wednesday to wrap their season series up before hosting High Point in a three-game series beginning Friday at the PC Baseball Complex. Softball picked up a big series win over the weekend, taking two of three from Longwood with a pair of two-hit shutout victories in the final two games of the series. This has been the Presbyterian College Blue Hose Minute. I'm Ryan Clary. Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. Maybe we could live without the wisecracks. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. No wrong with that. Barracuda. Good song. That's all right. 654-7627. Our phone number is 654-ROAR. We have people chiming in left and right on the text line, 986-1566. Mike in Greenwood. Roy, it wasn't Lamar's fault they lost to Clemson. It was that bum Petrino's fault. Don't know who is more overrated, Harbaugh or Petrino. Hmm. It's probably that wide receiver not knowing where the first down line was. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God he missed that. (laughs) Right? There's some close calls last year. That reminds us you need a break or two to win a national championship. Then again, you also make your own luck, don't you? That's part of it. I can't do a one-point game with NC State. I can't do that for a second season in a row where it's that close. Oh, Dave Dorn, man. He, you talk to that staff up there at NC State, man. They own the ACC, right? You, you see, the, remember the scene last year in Death Valley? I God, I remember when NC State got the ball back. There's like seven minutes left on the clock. And you're just thinking to yourself, there's, there's no way they're getting ready to go right down the field and have a chance to win this game. What were they? They were they were trailing. Or no, it was tied. I guess it was a tie game. And there was this one play where you just knew, oh, my God, this is going to happen. Crap. And I, I think it was like a run. It was a handoff to a running back on third down and short. And they went from like the 38-yard line to inside, like the 28. It was like a 10-yard pickup. Mm-hmm. And they get another play, and they get a little bit closer. They call timeout, and here comes a kicker. You know, Scrubby McGraw comes out there on the field. Boy, I'd hate to be that guy. And and, and so Doran, you know, is getting ready. Man, they're getting ready to celebrate this big upset win in Death Valley. And he, he grabs, like, one of his assistant – two of his assistant coaches, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 like, 
Like Zach and I would do at the SO Club on a random night with a couple of buddies. You know, you, he puts his arms around him and, and he's just talking to them both and he's just saying, guys, we're going to remember this moment for the rest of our lives. You just know that's what he's saying sure. because we got this one in the bag. Sure. Scrubby McScrubberson from 33 yards out. This guy is money in the bank. Chip shot, 100%. Oh, Lock yeah. It up. Oh, yeah. Dave Dorn. That staff, they own the ACC. If you don't believe me, just ask him. Ask him on the recruiting trails. Nobody does it better than NC State. So there's a snap. The ball's down. <laughs> the kick's up. And and she's Oops. there for a fleeting moment. Oh, it was going through, it, right? It's in. It's in. And all of a sudden. It just keeps going. She just keeps going to the right. Whoop. Just a little bit to the Whoop. right. And it missed. <laughs> it, it, you know, it goes into overtime. You're still on the edge of your seat, but, you know. First play, boom. Next play, boom. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> Good night. Good night, Jim Kite. Right there. It's over. <laughs> uh, you know, I, don't, I don't know. NC State's a nice little team. And uh, we'll see what they do this year. We'll see. That game's the week before the Florida State game. And it's on the road in Raleigh at Carter Finley Stadium where championship dreams go to die. You've won or lost to NC State once in the last 10, 12 years? Uh, you lost in 2011. And I think the last one before that was 03. So, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. 654-7627. Spud is up with us next on the Northland Communication phone lines. Spud, good afternoon. Hey, Roy. Hey, my friend. Um, Roy, I've, listen, I've been a long-time listener to this, this show, and i gotten a pretty good education for some of you callers on how to evaluate my football team. Mm-hmm. One of them's a Gamecock wheel. I mean, he... He's just excellent on the evaluating his game, college football team. <laughs> and based on the way he analyzes things, as far as Clemson this year in the offense, you know, I keep hearing y'all talking about Deshaun, you know, Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun. We lost Deshaun. Well, in the uh, uh, NC State game and in the uh, Pittsburgh game, Deshaun threw a bunch of interceptions that led to points. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun's going to be gone this year, so I think we'll beat those teams like a drum. It won't even be close. So your thought is, Spud, Watson struggled surprisingly against some of the lower echelon teams on Clemson's schedule. And we use that word a little loosely, but basically the implication is he threw too many interceptions. If you have a guy that doesn't turn it over as much, the loss may not be as bad as we're all predicting it That's- to be. That's exactly the way I'm looking at it. Deshaun's going on to the NFL, maybe first-round draft pick, but those uh, intersections, they're going to be gone with. So we should be just your money this year. I'm not really worried about it. All right, my friend, we appreciate it. I, I, I will listen to that, and I will entertain the notion, and then I will present Exhibit A. 207 remaining, Tampa, Florida, January 9th. Every toss of the pill that needed to be made was made mm-hmm. against the best defense in the history of the pigskin sport that we love so much. And I would also present Exhibit B. Opposition scores points. Deshaun gets the ball back. I don't know how many times he didn't lead Clemson to an immediate rebound score. Sure. I mean, maybe twice in his career. I It, it, it was amazing how that worked. When Deshaun played football at Clemson, anytime any other team did something where you're like, oh, man, God, we got to score now. We're going to lose this game. Anytime that happened, he did. They did. I'd like to refute both points A and B, if, if you don't mind. Okay, show your mouth. <laughs> Option, let's start with B. Let's, let's refute that right away. Okay. Uh, your defense is going to be better this year. Okay. So you're not going to need to have that answering score as much. So... You won't need as many points from the offense and new quarterback Kelly Bryant to win the kinds of games that you've won in the previous years. Correct. All right. Kelly, is that your prediction there, by the way? Stand by. How about that? Stand by. Uh, Option A, or case A, point A, whatever you... Or three. Or three, whatever it is. Um, That game that you just mentioned in Tampa with 207 left took place way at the end of the season. That's, That's so far down the road right now. You got a lot of time. To groom somebody, get him going a little bit, have him become that, if you need it, that game manager. That guy that can have you in the conversation, in the situations that you need to be in. Alabama did it last year, went went 14-0 until they played Clemson. The same thing. It's possible 
that that whole season allows somebody to mature, whether it's Bryant, whether it's Cooper, whether it's Johnson, to to be able to be put in that situation and succeed down in Tampa with 207 left. It, it's a curious thought to say whoever starts a quarterback for Clemson or whatever combination of quarterbacks start at Clemson this fall, mm-hmm. they're not going to throw 17 interceptions. So it, it, if that happens, in some areas you improve as an offense. Right? I mean, right? I mean, let's say you go from 17 picks to 11. Is that possible this year? I mean, if Kelly Bryant's a starting quarterback, I don't think you're going to throw it as much as you have the last couple of seasons with Deshaun. I don't know. I know that he's not as accurate as Deshaun, but you're not going to lean on him to throw it 42 times a game. You're going to say, zone read left, zone read right, let's go. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep it on the ground maybe a little bit more. Um, could Clemson's offense protect the ball better after losing a first-round draft pick at quarterback? Is 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 that possible in a weird, not so obvious way in 2017? I I, I think that that is possible. I don't think you're going to score more points than what you did. No, I, I don't think you're going to throw for more touchdowns. No, I don't even know what the rush yards are going to look like. I, I part of me thinks that they're going to increase, but the offense is not going to be as prolific. Give me a steady dose of Tavian Feaster. Let's see what that's all about. <clears throat> I, I mean, I love Feaster, but Fuller Fuller is kind of like the more stable person right now there. And Feaster's got all the upside in the world, and, and and we've seen it. And anybody's been banging that drum for Tavian Feaster, it's been me for day one. I thought he would do more last year, and he played, and he got better, and he's he's been humble, and he's said and done all the right things. So I'm hopeful. Fuller is gonna it's gonna look like he's gonna get four, and he'll get six. Look like he'll get three, he'll get he'll get five. Feaster, he can break at any play, and like you see it every time. The Clemson faithful are going to want him on the field. They're going to love to see him on the field, especially that big old two eight out there. Are you kidding? That's going to be a nice little safety net for you to to either take that ball out of. Can he pick up the blitz though on third down? Uh, he'll be all right. Uh, he'll, can he'll be okay can, can he pick up the blitz on third down? He did fine in the spring game. <laughs> My mom did good in the spring game. What does that mean? Listen, your mom is an athlete. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I have perused this topic internally without really vocalizing the notion that, okay, Watson threw a lot of picks last year against weird teams like Pittsburgh. Sure. I don't think that's going to happen this year. But when I say that, I'm putting a ton of confidence in quarterbacks that we just don't know enough about yet. And I guess really what I'm doing is I'm not putting the confidence there. I'm putting the confidence more in the play calling. That if they start this season, you know, the coaching staff, they have these hideaway meetings every year. It, this has been like a Dabo special. I think I think Tommy Bound actually did this back in the day. They have the hideaway meetings. They go away for like four days, and it's just it's all football, and they they map out their game plan for the entire season. And they still do it. I don't think they do it as long, but they do it. I when they do that before the start of of preseason camp, don't you sit down and you say, okay, Brent, what do we got this year? And Dabo knows, but I mean, this is a this is a conversation between the coaches. What do we got? And Brent says, yeah, I, I like what we're, what we're working with here. I, I, I got all this NFL talent in my front four. I got experience back at linebacker. And, yeah, we lost Ben, but we think we pick up some other pieces here with Shaq and, uh, with Dor- you know, Dorian O'Daniel and all these characters and Kendall Joseph, all these guys are back. And, and Jadar is gone and Cordray is gone, but we got these other play, uh, players that have seen a lot of action. You know, Coach, I think we're going to be pretty salty on defense. Isn't that what Venable says to Dabo? Those hideaway meetings before the start of August camp. And then what he's telling we, we this may be one of our better units, believe it or not, William. Mm-hmm. This, this may be it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time. Isn't that what he's saying? Yes. That says it during the, the August camps, and then we get to hear it at the uh, the spring golf uh, outing. Right, right. So if Dabo and Brent feel that way, Jeff and Tony on the offensive side are pretty intelligent in their own right. I mean, Tony Elliott's like one of the smartest people I've ever been around. And he always answers my questions, no matter what they are. He doesn't dodge them. He, just, he answers a question. Uh, offensively this year, will you be more predicated on the ground now with the loss of Deshaun Watson? And he'll give you an answer that makes sense, and it's not just coach be crap. Sure. I'm like, oh, okay, I just learned something there. You, you know? made the statement that Dabo's the smartest person you've ever been around. And you just said, Mike, that Coach Elliott is. Uh, Dabo is the smartest person I've ever been around. Tony Elliott is one of the more intelligent people's I've ever people I've ever been around. That that. <laughs> intelligent peoples I've ever been on. God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Put that on the shelf for a second. That doesn't matter. That's a moot point. <laughs> Tony and Jeff 
and Dab on the offensive side, understanding what Brent has on the defensive side. Don't you slow things down just a smidge? Yes. And you say, Auburn comes to town in week two, at Louisville in week three. We're trying to get to 3-0. We may not push the envelope quite as much as what we did under the old regime with number four. Right? Don't, don't, don't you do that? Don't, and, and, and you do that without really telling the media that's what you're doing. I, I can't go and ask Tony Elliott, Jeff Scott, and Dabo right now, Coach, uh, you know, no more Deshaun Watson. The defense is going to be a little better. You guys are going to dial it down some, right, and just lean on that for a little bit. You can't answer that question. You can't, you can't give away the game plan. But I'm saying like the hideaway meetings. All right, this is our game plan. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're probably not going to throw it 50 yards down the field five times a game. Do you think it depends on what guy they tried out at quarterback? Yes, I do. Absolutely, I do. And I think that's also an extensive part of that conversation at that point in time. Do we think Kelly Bryant is our starter for all 12? Is that our mentality coming in? Or Xavier, or Zarek rather, or Hunter? One of these guys at some point this season, in our projections, in our thought processes, in our uh, processes, in our, you know, look ahead. We think that one of these guys could emerge at some point this season. And so, you know, we're going to take a different approach. Yes, I I think all of that is part of the long-term game plan for this year. And all of that makes it a bit of an unknown as far as what to expect because things change. If they truly believe that Kelly Bryant is their starting quarterback for 12 games, I think the mindset's a little – it's significantly different than if it's Zarek or Hunter Johnson. I think things change there. I think they do. You tell me where I'm wrong, big man. Tell me where I'm wrong. Say, you know what? The, the offense is versatile enough. They can go in with a generic approach, and they're going to be fine. Okay. No, uh, you design your offense around your quarterback is what you do. That, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. If it's Kelly Bryant, I think it's fair to, to say, from what we've seen so far, that you dial it back a little bit. You lean on the run a little bit more. You're not as aggressive as you, want, as you once were. If it's Cooper... Or, or maybe Johnson, guys who look like they're going to be a little bit more polished passing, will throw in the ball. Mm-hmm. You probably dial it back at the beginning, but you have those plans and, and those meetings to ramp it up if they're going to be your, your long-term guys. Not an easy thing to forecast or to digest in this moment. Six five four seven six two seven. What has turned out to be a college football Friday. I've got your calls coming up on the Northland Communication phone lines. We're back with those and more after this. The Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce invites you to participate in its annual golf tournament presented by Clemson Downs, May 5th at Bosco Bell Golf Club. The format will be captain's choice with teams of four and a shotgun start at 8 a.m. Also participate in a raffle drawing, poker challenge, and award ceremony. Part of the proceeds will benefit the Clemson Free Clinic. Registration is required prior to the tournament. Call the Clemson Area Chamber at 864-654-1200. It's always a good time to look and feel good. At Rooster's Men's Grooming Center, you can count on a team that will make you feel your absolute best. The many services provided will keep you coming back for more. Come by for anything from a close shave and professional haircut to a seven-step facial shave. Fellas, treat yourself. You deserve it. Don't have enough time on your hands for the full service? Ask us about our express cut. Call 864-884-8920 to make your appointment. I'm Brooke Archenhold. Nursing home neglect and abuse is a rising problem in our country and will continue to worsen as a large part of our population ages. If you or a loved one have been abused, neglected, or mistreated, you have rights that need to be addressed. Please call our firm, Parm Smith & Archenhold, for a free consultation at 864-242-9008. We are here to help. Parm Smith & Archenhold, 864-242-9008. 
If you dream of owning your own business but are overwhelmed at where to start or what to do, call JanPro. Whether it's extra income or starting a new career, JanPro will guide you, train you, support you the whole way. Just listen. I've seen people come into my office that didn't know how they were going to send children to school, but I've helped them succeed and build business where they were able to create wealth for themselves, jobs within their communities. And that's what we have with JanPro is a culture of people invested in helping people realize that. Call 485-3053 or online at jan-prowc.com. You've heard talk about Harbin Lumber's strong customer service and elite customer support. They know that time is make or break for you contractors and handymen. Harbin Lumber will walk you through the project from start to finish, providing your order in full and on time. Harbin Lumber will partner with you and find solutions that will not create costly issues and problems later. Call today at 353-5053. That's 353-5053. Harbin Lumber Company. All they need is an opportunity. They will earn the rest. just transplant you to the middle of October. Maybe the first crisp morning arrives here in the upstate, yep. north of 85. North of 85. Sure. Got to be on the right side of that corridor. There, there's a couple of leaves in the front yard and you're looking at it and you're saying, what is this? And then you know in about 48 hours you got a game to go to. Mm-hmm. You got a game. You're waking up early. There's, there's a game day somewhere. You're watching. You're digesting what we're talking about here at the station. Somebody's talking about a tailgate. You, 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 I mean, you just, you're so amped up. You want to slap your own mom. I mean, you just, you're getting after it. So good you want to slap your mom. I hear you. Uh, I mean, that's that's where it gets to around here every single fall. And when I get that rejoin right there, give it to me one more time. I need it one more time before we get to our next call. You just, want one or two? Just, no, get Give me number one. Oh, give me number one. Give oh. me the straight rejoin. Give me the, give me another rejoin on a college football Friday. On a college football Friday. Give it to me. College football Friday. Oh, yeah. God almighty. Drums are going in the background. I got the drum line going. I don't even know the guy can play the drums. He's playing it. Woo! I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps right now. I see it. I got got goosebumps. This is all well and good, but I need to bring you down back there for a second. I know you're a big, big fan of. You are looking live. Don't tell me you got that. Don't tell me you got that. He's gone. Don't play that. He's not. He's done. There's no, there's no Musburger. It's over. He's gone. It's over. It's gone. You don't got it? You don't have it? Why do we need to do this when he's gone? Don't torture yourself. He's, not, like he's not dead. No, but he's not doing the football anymore. Dude, Brent Musburger's living the dream. He's in Vegas right now. I don't, I don't even know what he's doing out there, but uh, he you know, ain't just sitting on his hands. Doing? Yeah, I know what he's doing. Yeah, okay. But I'm saying outside of that. <laughs> no, that's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Is Brent Musburger making a living gambling? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he is. That's what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he may not be making a living. He may be losing his life savings, but that's what he's attempting to do. But Sirius is paying him a budget for it, so, like, it's good. Like, we're okay. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I need more of those rejoins the rest of the show. Absolutely. All right, right, just double-checking. 654-7627-654-ROAR. David in Liberty joins us. David, good afternoon. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing very well. Hey, man, I just have gotten a truck and caught uh, just the last segment with you guys talking about Clemson football. And I was just thinking to myself, I wanted to see what you guys were thinking about this. Um, as we go into getting ready for the season and we start getting these quarterbacks ready, do you think uh, if we don't find one that is uh, anywhere near as precise as Deshaun was on his passing, I'm not saying Deshaun, but way more precise than what we've seen so far. Do you think we go back to a lot of the window dressing? And here's why I say mm. this. Do you think we go back to the the hold the ball real tight option read uh, to get those defensive ends to stand still or to jump in or get uh, 
get Ray Ray on that uh, on that jet sweep fake or the jet sweep itself just to hold those guys uh, on the defense a little more to open up some windows or open up that run with Kelly Bryant? I think it's a great question, and I think the answer is a resounding yes. I mean, to me, if Kelly is your guy still when Kent State comes to Death Valley in early September, you're looking at a season in which every game that he starts – I got to believe he's in the ballpark of around 20 carries per contest and in the neighborhood of 100 yards rushing, if not more than that on occasion. And and what you're talking about is Bryant not as good in the downfield passing game, electric with a ball in his hands in the zone read. We're going to maximize the use of our current offensive weaponry and we're going to be more like what Auburn was in 2013 with Nick Marshall than what we were the last right. couple of seasons with Deshaun Watson. I, to me, that 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 seems obvious. I, I don't know if that's their game plan, and I don't know. You know, David, they're pretty crafty over there. They're pretty versatile over no, there. They, they, may, they may have other ideas that they feel like they can implement, but for me, th- that's who I am this year. That, that would be my yeah, offensive think- mantra. I think you go back to those uh, spreading it out kind of things with that with that auction read and and with that uh, jet sweep and I think you hit those quick passes to Ray Ray and you get those guys that can make plays where it doesn't have to be downfield but you get good blocking from guys like Renfro and other guys who can uh, really block good and so you open up those underneath a uh, little little curl underneath little screen passes and get those guys that can make plays and and you and you get Kelly Bryant in a rhythm and I think. The more you do that with the, with with him practicing, and the more game he gets into, and the, he gets into his own rhythm, if that makes sense. He doesn't necessarily get into a Deshaun rhythm, but he can get into a rhythm where he can actually be a great QB for Clemson. And the fact that you don't know if he's going to hold that ball uh, and jot down the field, or he's going to hand it off, or he's going to hit a quick underneath screen, or you know something to Ray Ray, or you know, and then and then the defense finally sucks in, and he does throw one over top, kind of like we've got caught with Georgia Tech a few times. So. I think maximizing his, if he's going to be the one maximizing his, will be that. And I think those guys are way smarter than us anyway. And I think they're, you know, they've already got game plans for that. But that just seemed like it was logical just to to use his weapons and hold that, hold those defensive ends, hold those linebackers, and you know, make them respect that jet sweep and the and the read option, and then let him do some quick passes and just getting a rhythm where Kelly Bryant can just maximize everything he's got. I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Um... That was a really good phone call, and maybe not what I was expecting initially, <laughs> but but you made some great points, David. I I need you to stay with the show longer mm-hmm. and uh, call more often if you don't mind. I... <sighs> We're screwing around with music, drums. I know. <laughs> He's giving us hard hitting. I'm an adrenaline junkie. I, I just like the rush of those rejoins. Do, I, do I have a video for you? <laughs> really? Do I have a All video right, for you? Stand by. I'm trying to figure out the right way to frame this. I'm not comfortable starting this season and somebody suggesting to me this receiving core, this offense is going to be dependent on Deion Kane and Ray Ray McLeod. Those two players have as much pure potential, all kinds of electric speed and explosiveness that you would ever want in two experienced wideouts. Agree? Agreed. Okay. All kinds of potential. Kane is going to be a solid draft pick. Whether it's a first-round guy or a fourth-round guy is largely dependent on what this coming season looks like. But he's going to test very well at an NFL combine. Agreed. His upside is tremendous. Right out there with Mike Williams. Uh, I mean, he he's not the same player, but yes. I mean, I it, I don't think it's in the wheelhouse in 15 games for Deion Kane to catch almost 100 passes like Williams did. All right, mm-hmm. I don't think that. But the big playability, and I'm going to stretch the field and outrun your sorry tail, you sophomore cornerback, is off the charts. But I can't depend on those players yet. I can't do that. Can I? No. I mean, if I'm assessing my offensive weapons in these hideaway meetings or in August camp, and I say, boy, Deion Kane one day, oh, my God, man, this guy. 
Your best receivers ever played here. Ray Ray McLeod, end around. He just sneezes and there's 18 yards and a touchdown, right? But the consistency with those players has not been anywhere close to what it needs to be. And so if I'm going into this season saying these are my guys that I'm going to lean on to beat Florida State, to win at Louisville, to beat Auburn. And again, people right now are talking about Auburn as a top 10 team this year. We do it every year. They were a playoff team two years ago, as predicted by yours truly, and they stunk. But we're going to do it again this year. And with Jared Stidham, they're, they're scary. I'm playing those teams. I'm trying to be in the playoff mix in November. Are you comfortable with me telling you that Deion Kane and Rayburn McLeod are, are going to get, they're going to get this team there? Are, are you comfortable with that? Hunter Infos in that conversation? No, no, I'm not talking about him. Not talking about him. I'm talking about Kane and McLeod. Kane and McLeod. I'm I'm telling you he doesn't they don't need to be those guys. Okay. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. I would be better off knowing that Kelly Bryant is my quarterback, letting him do his zone read thing, getting better as the season goes along, assuming health, bringing along my younger stars, slowing things down just a tinge a smidge, because my defense is really good, mm-hmm. than saying, okay, five shots a game down the field, we're going to bust them open with those other two guys. And no disrespect to them. They're talented, but they're not consistent. So, again, can I not paint a picture that they start the season, if they believe in Kelly Bryant, mm-hmm. that it becomes more of what we've been talking about recently than – you know, throwing bombs left and right to these guys deep down the field. Maybe T. Higgins has something to say about that. All right. Uh, maybe Amari Rogers have something to say about that. The next Artavis and Mike. Maybe they do. And, and maybe that changes some things. Maybe that changes who you want at quarterback. I don't know. Maybe Cornell Powell has something to say about that. DeAndre Overton, your boy. I mean, that guy's a good player. Good player. Somebody. They got depth. Tim and Pendleton says on the text line, Roy, what are the chances by midseason? We have a two-quarterback system. Think about it. You got Johnson using a month of August and September, progressing in the heart of the schedule. Boom. Nobody but Clemson knows, and we run wild with Bryant and Johnson. Tim and Pendleton, 96-15-66. I, I, I don't know. I, I think as it stands now, Kelly starts, and there's going to be another player that gets snaps in game one against Kent State. I, I, that's what I think. What that means in October, I don't know. It could be a two-quarterback system. Maybe it is. Can you do that? Can you do that and get to the playoff this year? Can you do it? Nope. You can't? Nope. Why? Well, I mean, think about it. What country in the world doesn't have two presidents, you know? What country in the what what town doesn't have two what, mayors? What just happened here? What country, what, what, what city doesn't have two, you know, you know, governor, whatever it is. There's no such thing as as two things that can Ooh. coexist right there. Man, I got Florida win a national championship with two quarterbacks. We're not Florida. That was an anomaly. We're better than Florida. No, <laughs> that was an anomaly. Right, but it did it, it happened. Anomaly. Happened. Can't be an anomaly. It can be anomaly isn't a sing, is a single thing. Meaning it's not gonna happen again, probably. <clears throat> it's not easy for it to happen. Should no. Problem when you had Auburn do last year. Well, they had like four quarterbacks. <laughs> Gus Malzahn called me at one point. Can you can you play? I'm like, no. I could run the option on the JV team, but I got a bad attitude. You don't want any piece of this. I got this. a bad attitude. I got a bad attitude. It's not happening for you this year, Gus. <laughs> it's not happening for you this year. I'm just saying I would avoid that if it was me. It can create as division as within possible. the team? Yeah. Well, my guy is, is Hunter. My guy's my, my guy's Kelly. Though. Well, maybe Johnson is the best of both worlds because he is a better athlete than most understand. He had the prettiest pass in the spring game. Yes, Beautiful touchdown pass. Maybe. Maybe he gives you a little bit of everything. As a staff, do you determine your overall season game plan, forecasting what you think will happen at quarterback? I think the answer is yes. Meaning, it may be plans 1A and 1B, depending on how much Kelly Bryant develops. So, again, that makes this offseason that much more important as well. Is he ready to go, you know? Is he healthy, too? And, you know, he's got to stay healthy. That's a big part of this as well. He had the, the thumb problem in the spring game. Correct? Right. Yeah. It was a pinky. I think is what it was. A pinky. Pinky thumb. On the throwing it's hand. on the hand. That's still an issue. A 654 Roar. The Northland Communication phone lines. More of your calls coming up in our third hour. We'll talk some NBA playoffs. Uh, more of a college football Friday as well. Great to hear that back in action. 
and your texts are pouring in over these topics, not to mention on Twitter, where everybody's got a thought. Even our good friend Eric McLean. Hope Big Mac's doing well. Sounds like he's doing good. He says, y'all are killing me today. We appreciate that. Appreciate Big Mac listening. Good, good guy. And I miss uh, interviewing him back in the day when he was playing football uh, on that team that uh, made it all the way to the national championship game. Now, more of your calls on a beautiful, summer-like, sun-splashed college football Friday afternoon. It is uh, a lot of fun. Pretending like maybe for a moment that it is a actual college football Friday in the fall. Uh, hour three coming up after this. Stay tuned. Broadcasting live. This is a playback. From the Blue Ridge Security Studios. WCCP. Clemson Greenville. 105.5. The Roar. Millions and millions in government research goes into studying the link between live sports, jumbo wings, and cold beer. Dakota's Courtyard Sports Grill of Central, home of jumbo wings and their famous 9-ounce cheeseburger, is where you want to be for any type of live sports action. With 18 TVs and a homemade menu, try their Tiger Tail Chicken Tenders. Tiger Tails are great for boating and parties. So good, you'll come back for more. Dakota's Courtyard Sports Grill, open seven days a week, West Main Central. I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and MCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. I invite you to come by our showroom at 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont to talk with us and let us show you how Metal Building Supply can help you with your building project, whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business. We have over 40 years of experience to put to work for you. Nothing says spring and summer like the enticing aroma of food on the grill. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help you get your grill on. For the past 37 years, Craft Stove Store and Patio has been the upstate's grilling headquarters. Charcoal grills, gas grills, and smokers. Craft Stove Store and Patio has the selection to set up with your perfect grill and a large supply of big green eggs. Craft Stove Store and Patio, 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard. Craft Stove Store and Patio. CMH Services has again been recognized as an MVP dealer by the material handling industry's leading trade organization, MHEDA, for five consecutive years. In earning the award, CMH Services demonstrated excellence in the areas of industry advocacy, customer service and safety, business networking, continuing education, and business best practices. Get award-winning material handling solutions at CMH Services. Call 800-922-9569. That's 800-922-9569. When choosing a lawyer, you need someone who knows the law, will take your legal needs seriously, and deliver excellent results. That lawyer is David Green. The Green Law Firm can successfully handle probate issues, estate planning, small business management, income tax returns, and any issue with the IRS. Get the results you're entitled to. For a free consultation, call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or go online at greenlaw.org. A small business owner asked me recently, why should I use you? My answer kind of surprised him. I'm not sure you should because I don't know what you need yet. Turns out this business owner felt helpless and alone in trying to deal with insurance and employee benefits. Our clients know we are in their corner fighting and everything we do is designed to make your life easier. In fact, one client said about one of my people, I wish there was a way to nominate you for being the best employee I have ever dealt with in any industry. Are you feeling lost and alone when it comes to insurance and employee benefits? You don't need to be. Call us 467-8738 and let us know how we can help you. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. The good news? Our business is growing. The bad news? We have to hire again. Uh, the searching. Oh, where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 100 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well, 
Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. You know, there's never been a better time than right now to buy from George Coleman Ford, where cars cost less and travelers rest. For example, a 2017 Fusion SC with sync and rear view camera, 36-month lease at just $229 a month with $2,700 down. MSRP 25505. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford. Serving you for over 85 years and four generations strong. George Coleman Ford, for the ride of a life. With approved credit, 10,500 miles per year, 36-month lease. Offer expires April 30. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. 